Hey, greetings, greetings uh, for those who just join us, uh, who are going to be joining us and say welcome to Dark Kingdom Church and Society, uh, proclaiming God's kingdom here on earth. As I usually say, whatsoever affects the congregants affects the citizen. And we come to church, we become uh, congregants. When we go into the society, we become citizens. So what's what affect the congregants affects the citizen, and that's a problem with the prophet. So the prophet have to speak. Again, welcome to Dark in the Conversation Society. Uh, today we're gonna go right into our discussion. There's no music. Uh, I instead of instead of uh, playing the music, I would just like to start with the music of Bob Marley, the Redemption Song, and I just want to take a little, a chat and talk of the redemption song before we go further in our discussion today i just want us to talk a little bit about the redemption song written by bob marley i know some of us heard the song but do we know what the song is saying yeah that's the problem right there Okay, uh, I'm going to start with the redemption song before we go right to our topic for today. Corruption. Like be epidemic. And now there's a epidemic in our country, in our world. But there is a deep and that epidemic uh, going on in my native country, Liberia. Who is to be playing? We will take a little piece of the bite about talking about corruption as epidemic in Liberia yeah uh, you can see my stream you see Bob Marley the redemption song oh para yes they rob I sold I to the merchant ships meanings after the tall car from the bottomless pit so in another song, Bob Marley is just talking about liberation. He is explaining the story of black and brown bodies from slavery. And now, freedom. And he went on to say, but mine and was made strong by the end of the Almighty. We forward this generation triumphantly. So there's a word to my fellow Liberians. Are you ready to enter the next generation triumphantly in defeating corruption, epidemic in the Republic of Liberia? He said, whom to have to sing these songs of freedom? Because all I ever heard, redemption songs, redemption songs. And I love this line. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Have no fear for atomic energy. Because none of them can stop the time. How long shall they kill our prophets? In another word, how long shall we make corruption normal in Liberia? How long? While we stand aside and look. Some say it's just a part of it. We got to fulfill the book. Oh my God. Corruption in Liberia. Some people say it's a part of it. I remember when the uh, new government took over the the, 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 uh, the current vice president of the Republic of Liberia said it's our time to eat. 
they say it is just part of it so to my fellow Liberians out there emancipate yourself from mental slavery most of us are free but our minds are still not free and we want to encourage you to be able to help to free your mind because when your mind is free the sky is a limit then Liberia will go into what we we often say Liberia will rise again. That's our common saying, Liberia will rise again. But the only way Liberia will rise again, when we emancipate ourselves from mental slavery, when the oppressor keep oppressing us and we still keep saying, oh yes, it's part of it. No, that's nonsense. Until we can emancipate ourselves from mental slavery, that thing is normal. For people to lay below dollar the day and people cannot even have food to eat because corruption is epidemic in the land. Emancipate outside from mental slavery. Are you ready to do that? Because sometimes you think you're free, but no, you are not free. If you allow the oppressor to keep oppressing and you cannot speak out, you just think it's part of life. As lucky as Bob Marley said, they will say it's part of it. No, it's not part of it, my fellow Liberians. Are you ready to enter this generation triumphantly by emancipating your mind? You say, whom do you have to sing these songs of freedom? Because, oh, I'd ever heard redemption song, redemption song, redemption song. Indeed, redemption song, these songs of freedom. Songs of freedom. At the end of today's podcast, I will be let me finish and I will talk about how freedom is not free. And as people of the Republic of Liberia, are we ready and prepared to free ourselves, emancipate our mind from mental slavery? Thinking this normal. For government officials to take the country treasure and go about during the campaign and distributing treasure from the country and it's not normal corrupting the country and 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 and, and building a clinic and and posting a name on it it's not normal emancipate yourself from mental slavery my fellow liberians we're gonna go right into our topic dark kingdom come church and society if you just join us, I want to say welcome to Dark in the Conversation Society. And now I'm going to go right into our today's show as I share with you my PowerPoint as we go through. Dark in the Conversation Society with Reverend Davis. If you just stopping by, I want to say thank you and thank you for stopping by. For joining Liberia Enlightenment Movement, uh, this is uh, this series is called the Liberia Enlightenment Series. And if you haven't liked our Facebook page, I would like you to like our Facebook page, the Liberia Enlightenment Movement, a movement to help my fellow Liberians to emancipate their mind from mental slavery, because we claim freedom, but yes. We are not free because mentally we have not been emancipated. We call oppression normal. We enter government, we become more corrupt. 
and say it's our time. That's not normal. So again, I want to say welcome to Dark and Account, Church and Society with Reverend Davis. Again, if you haven't liked our Facebook page, like our Facebook page, the Liberia Enlightenment Movement. And every week, I do our Enlightenment Conversation Series just for about 10 minutes. And I also invite you to be able to listen to that as well. Go right into today's topic. Today's topic, uh, Liberia's pandemic corruption. I want to start with this famous statement. I don't know whether you are familiar with this statement. But the first female president on the continent of Africa, the first woman elected on the continent of Africa as president, Ellen Johnson Salib, she said, we have not fully met the anti-corruption pledge that we made in 2006. It is not because of the lack of political will to do so, but because of the interestability of dependency and dishonesty, dishonesty cultivated for years of deprivations and poor governance. There is some truth to that statement. There is some truth to that statement. There's some truth to that statement. Poor governance can lead to corruption. But what did she do to help this? Because number one, if we if she would talk about the past and she know what happened in the past, she should have been able to correct them in the future for us. But it'll be surprising to you. Later on in the show, I'm gonna give him a view. Uh the national uh transparency report. It noted that uh, George Weah government is less corrupt, that any Johnson Society government was more corrupt. And so I get an opinion to give. Why? Why is Weah government less corrupt than any Johnson Society government? I heard some people were dancing. Some CDC people, oh, Ellie is more corrupt. But later on, I'm going to give you an opinion fact. Why the George Weah government is less corrupt? And why the energy say government is more corrupt? So then we'll go back to the past. Because if we start talking about corruption, we, we, we got a whole 133 years that we consider as the American Liberians ruled. And those stories have been distorted. Until we can go and examine these stories, then we will not know the facts. You know, I always go back to that Obama is family statement I watched. That was my first time watching him on a, on a video. And he's and asking the question, and he said he visited the Swedish ambassador. And he asked the Swedish ambassador, asking that family, what can I do for your country? And he said, I want for you to build, I want for you to build libraries through our Liberia. And I just want to say, what is God going with this? He said, I want you to build a library through a library and put in good books. So our people can read. And the reason I'm saying that because he said, I want for them to engage from an informed perspective. And that's just sink down to my soul. And that is something like a, a code that was to this movement I started, the Liberian Enlightenment Movement. Let's read them as I'm our history there. And look, you know, the, the past government, we said it was corrupt. But yes, I would not deny there have been corruption in the 133 years of government. Yes, there was corruption in the 133 years of government. Uh, there, there was clique. Yeah, the government was just centering Morovia among the Marocco Liberians. 
but another distortion I said that there was native were not in the position of power but no if you go back to history history will tell us native were in the position of power yeah yeah, Charles D. B. King had about two uh, presidents, a vast president who were from the indigenous uh, group of Liberia. Uh, and, and if you look at even the 133 years, you won't believe this. The amount of aid that America gave to Liberia in 133 years compared to the aid that some Kando received in 10 years. Some Kando aid was more than the aid those government received in 133 years. So imagine that, 133 years, they got less aid. And some kind of, he got more aid. So from my own research, from my own analysis, I would say uh, some kind of was uh, the most corrupt president in the history of the Republic of Liberia. The next to that list, I would say Charles Taylor. And the next to the list, I would say Eddie Johnson Selig before I come to Josh Weir. From my own research, from my own historical uh, 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 reading, yeah, though, I think he was the most corrupt president because the amount of money he received in 10 years period, which was double, which, which, was, which was like a lot, that even in 144 years, Liberia did not get such an aid you combine all the president we had in the 133 years, they aid the guy from America. And they not even reach 75% of what do receive in 10 years. So do doing a lot for Liberia. But because we are not informed, we don't do our research, we we hail do as one of the best president we ever had. As I said, I will take on anybody that want to come on that kid or come. Just send me an email and come and give me your facts and I will give you your I will give my facts and my audience can decide. Corruption, epidemic. It's like a disease everywhere. Everywhere in our society there's corruption. It's not just about government. No, it's more than the government. It's more than the government. I was just talking to a, I was just talking to a friend, and she told me she sent some funds to Liberia for somebody to build a house for her, her sister to build her to uh, to 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 get some uh, dry fish and send it to her. And now it's almost a year she haven't received it because they took the money and ate the money. So corruption is like a pandemic in Liberia. You even find people now in the U.S. They even spectacle. They even send funds back home for people to be able to help them construct a house or do something for them. Because corruption is epidemic. It's it's even now in our elementary schools, in our high school. So if you if you have corrupt practices in our high school, elementary schools, what do you expect if these people go into government, into institution? So the issue of funding corruption, though, I agree that the president will play the major role, but every citizen have to play the major role. Every citizen. That's why I say, emancipate our mind from mental slavery. Let it free our mind, because it will free our mind. We will get to understand that it's a terrible thing, that we can be better citizens, we can be better public service, and we can be able to transform Liberia and, and, and live out 
That same will often say, Liberia will rise again. Yeah. But it starts with you. Each one of us. Each one of us. Each one of us. Each citizens. That's where the fight of corruption starts from. Not just from government, offices. It starts with each one of us. If we go to, to the hospital, if they want to put it in the front of the line, they want $10. Who we'll said, no, I will not give you $10. In fact, I want to see I want to see your supervisor here that you're asking me for a bribe. So each and every citizen can fight this epidemic that is destroying our country. That if you look, you cannot even see tomorrow. That's how our country is today. You can't even see tomorrow. You can't even dream tomorrow because of the pandemic of corruption. Okay, here is another pectoral semicondo. As I told you, I said, uh, from my own research, from my own perspective, I will conclude that he was the most corrupt president in the history of Liberia. What was the money used for? Here is it. Between 1980 to 19. 83, the Labrin government international debt increased from 750 million to 1.4 billion. Where did the money go? What was the money used for? Where is the major highway that was there and the war took away? We often say, oh, the war destroyed everything. What's the major highway we had that the war destroyed everything? What was the money used for? President has come to increase the depth of the country, and there is nothing to be seen for the money. There is nothing, nothing to be seen, nothing, nothing. So, if our debt will leave from 750 million to 1.4 billion, there should have been a lot of things happening. This is just debt. I'm not talking about the more than uh, 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 500 million, 500 million that do receive from the United States government. I'm not talking about the military assistance program that was annually passed through the U.S. Congress, which used to be 14 million every year. I'm not talking about that. Those are eight. I'm not talking about U.S. direct investment during the administration. Five billion, five billion dollars where you was invested in Liberia during those administrations. Five billion dollars. I'm not talking about those things. So when all these things was happening, the aid, the aid, the you know, the aid, the uh, you know, all the aid the US are giving us. And and just in three years, you increase our debt to 1.4 billion. So imagine what happened after. The time he left. Well, in three years, though, increase our debt from 750 million to 1.4 billion. So tell me, is it not fair to say the four, the four billion, the four billion plus that Ellie Johnson Salif negotiated that the war bank waived the debt that Liberia was owing? Is it fair to say that 70, 80 percent? Is it fair to say that 80% of those debt were acquired by Doe? Is it fair to say? Because 
if you just took over, you said the country was corrupt, you said the the American Liberians, you said they were corrupt. And in three years' time, our debt left from seven seven hundred and fifty million to one point four billion. So then imagine just just do that for another more three years. <laughs> so 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 it's fair. It's fair from a rational perspective for us to say the four point I think five billion that debt that Eddie Johnson selling negotiated for the World Bank for for the, the those that Liberia was owing to waive those debt. It's fair to say that eighty percent were acquired by Doe. Just from this racial perspective, when in three years time. He can raise the debt from 750 million to 1.4 billion. Come on. And you hear this guy. This guy was the most corrupt president that Labra ever had. Most corrupt. Build power for himself. Enrich himself. And he executed all those people because he claimed they were corrupt. And he executed them without no judge, without no lawyer representing them, with without the uh the the current judicial system they had at the time. He set his own judicial system and he executed these guys. And then what happens? The older people at the time, they sang Native Woman Born Soya Soya Kill Tabo. We can't keep saying Liberia will rise again when we cannot emancipate our mind from mental slavery. Corruption. Corruption. So, so, so if you even look at 144 years, yes, they were corruption in 144 years. But even the A's that were coming to life, we were doing that time, they were very less. It was a government that was just coming about. The highest A, they even got like a person would get maybe like, like one million, two million. That was it. But this guy received with half 500 million from the U.S. government. And tell me, what did they do? What did they do? Tobo didn't receive that amount of money, but Tobo hosted the OU. And to this, some of the landmark you see from like from from Rao International Airport all the way to OU Center, it was it was by Tobo when he hosted the a, o, o, the OU. I know if we go back to corruption, you know, so I know some of you will be you know tapping and say, oh, you know. Yeah, Tobo was corrupt. He had family in government. His brother Stephen uh, 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 Tobo, but in another sense, he was qualified. Not like any Jordan Sallee who appointed her sons in government who were not qualified. I think they become more corrupt. But if a person is qualified, if they get a credential, that's great. So what did they do? So it will go back again to Tobo. It will say Tobo was corrupt. I was just talking to a friend. The uh the the Maserati group of companies they were owned by the Tobas. Yeah. Everybody says corruption, yeah. But that company, the the truth about that company is started operating as show there was some corruption that happened. But the truth about that company starts to operate when Tobo was vice president to Tuckman. 
when his brother graduated from Michigan State University, you know, he decided to come and, and do a family business in Liberia. And a mess around a group of companies, it provided a lot of jobs for Liberians. It, it, it boomed the library economy. But when they came, what did they do? They destroy all these things. Because you see the poor corrupt. So you destroy them, you destroy jobs, you destroy so many things. The pandemic is everywhere. But this guy was it. They got top the list when it comes to corruption. You can disagree with me if you want to. Uh, send me an email and let's come and have the conversation. Okay. Okay, here is, here is Simon Kando. He killed his pre, uh, a predecessor and order because he said they were corrupt. When Dolan took over the People Redemption Council, I was much younger, you know, 1980, I was a kid, because I was born in 1977. Uh, they took over, they murdered all these people because they said the people were corrupt. And here's a fact. It was estimated that Doe and his surviving police has looted the national treasure of some 300 million in public funds. Doe and police. Our national treasure, the looting of 300 million. Imagine 300 million in the 80s. Yeah, imagine 300 million in the 80s. What 300 million could have done? 300 million. That was the boss and looted. 300 million of public funds. 300 million. Uh, system billion labyrinth dollar loss. I know we everybody screaming, you know, about the system billion labyrinth dollars, you know. If you convert it, it's about one. Yeah. But 300 billion. Now, what do you guys are looted? And this money for the country. If for you, my fellow Liberians, the natural resource is us. Government works when our lives get better. When people's lives get better, that's when government works. So when will government start to work for our people? When will government start to work for us? There are so many things we can do. First, let us free our mind. Instead of saying, oh, y'all leave the people like people in the town. You listen to Allah break all the way. Oh, y'all leave the man like people in the town. And I put the kind of eat that one of the people in the town. You know, like uh, former senator, my big brother and friend, say like bro was an elephant meat. Everybody come and eat their own. Let's stop that. That's a nonsense. That is a complete nonsense. Liberia can rise again. But it starts from us. It starts from us. It starts from you and me. Stop being accountable people. If you get brothers and sisters and friends in the U.S. when they send you money, stop being honest. Stop being accountable. That's how you start fighting corruption. That's how you start starting corruption. When you come to the public center, when you're in school, when the teacher say, uh, you got to give me a ton of dollars before you get an A. Tell him, no, I don't give you a ton of dollars. Take a complaint to the, to, take a complaint, uh, 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 to the principal. If the principal does nothing, go on Facebook and make a Facebook post that this guy is asking for money to get A. Or this guy is asking you for sex to give you grade. That's the beginning of corruption. 
So we can start from the bottom and start fighting corruption. When we start fighting corruption from our schools, from our, our, our private institution, then we start standing up to our government and start calling them and holding them accountable for the money, for our money. You know, the people, they, they steal our money and they come, they distribute the money and, and you're going, you're, you're just showing hands, you want the money. But I don't bring it to because that's what the oppressor does. They oppress the people, they get the wealth, they loot the government and they use the money to exploit the weary, to exploit those who are down, those who are not part of the clique, those who are not part of the society. So now they use their wealth and power to exploit them. But I must tell you, we can fight this Liberia. I know we are resilient people. Our forefathers were resilient people. We are resilient people. Our forefathers were put on ship, brought to the America as slaves. Some of them died on the ship and they went back uh, to Africa. Some of them remained there. We are resilient people. We can make the difference. When our neighbors in other countries are making a difference, we can do it. But until we start being accountable citizens, honest citizens, then we are going little by little to be transform people and transform society. Then we start to hold our leaders, our church leaders, all accountable. All accountable. So that's what the God did. That's a lot of money. 300 million. After you came, you murder people, you said it was corrupt. If I'm not mistaken, he became what? The richest person or the richest person in Africa during his time? Yeah. Where did he get the money from? Because your salary won't be that wealthy. No. They looted the cover of our country. Presidents upon president. They looted the cover of our country. And we think it's normal. No, it's not normal. Stop saying it's normal. Stop saying it's part of life. Stop saying it's their time. Stop. Take action. Hold people accountable. And stop being honest person to wherever you work. Because until we start to do these things, corruption will continue to be epidemic in our society, in our country. I'm not saying corruption is not other parts of the world, no. But in Liberia, he has turned to epidemic. It's a sickness now in Liberia. It's a sickness. It is a sickness. And we can stop it. Okay, let's get into the first female president in the Republic, the first female president for Liberia, the first female president on the continent. Ellen Jones and corruption. There are so many things, you know. You know, Helen restored our hydro. She she did the first phase of the decentralization plan sponsored by USA to decentralize our government. She did that, you know, great. You know, she you know she paved the road to my hometown. You know, when I go to Liberia, it take me uh, maybe less than an hour to get to my hometown, Buchanan. 
you know, yeah, we can name all these things she did. She negotiated, uh, I think about 4.5 billion debt that Liberia was owing, and that was waived, you know. She did a lot. Don't get me wrong. She, you know, some people, if they talk about corruption, they refuse to talk about the things she did. Yeah, they refuse to talk about the things she did. You know, she she redid our hydro and uh, if you don't know the hydro now in liberia that was that was redone and expanded by energy and salive that hydro can electrify the entire country if you don't know that's a fact and she trained liberians that can work at the hydro uh, one of my friends uh mikanga he's he was sent to zambia he did some training and uh he came back he, he works at the hydro so that was a great project. But one of the problems with the hydro now for the Liberian government to be able to prioritize the session of the hydro to be able to distribute electricity throughout the country, that's where the problem is. And that's where the corruption business. Yeah, before I come to this to slide. That's where it became very corrupt. My older brother, maybe he might be watching, you know, he, he led a hydro project in Sierra Leone and, you know, the whole board, the whole region, the guy electricity, you know, he, he was heading the company, and, you know, and he went to Liberia. Yeah, during Ellen Jones' time where she could live in. And he called me, he said, Ravi, I'm going back. I said, well, he said, man, he said, everybody want money. He said, you, you, you're trying to do something better for the country. When you and the guys ain't finished talking, they go for lunch. When they're leaving, they want about $1,000. They lease money. They want $1,000 from you, or they want $2,000 from you. And they about three or four will go to lunch for you. Corruption. The epidemic. Somebody's trying to make the Liberian people live better for people to get electricity instead of allowing the people giving them the opportunity to do for the citizen we should be good for your government but you got people in power that they're giving 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 so people leave as and night sometimes people wondering why Moravia is still dark liberia is still dark we get a hydro finally that when i was in liberia in, in february there's a nine there's a distribution plant uh, in Basel that has been built right, before you enter Bicana as a land that's going to be used to distribute electricity to other places. But soon it take war for people to come and invest in Liberia. It gets so difficult because everybody wants something. So tell me, why do you go to government for? If people go to government to give service to their people, to their country, to their people. Not to get enriched, not to enrich themselves, not to steal from the people. No, to change the country, to make the country better. That's why people go in the government. And somebody, no, you know, that's why people go in the government. Not to go get rich. No. You go to save your people. Now, if you leave, people will say, yes. This guy transformed Liberia. This guy made Liberia what it is today. It's so sad. That people find difficulty they can't invest in Liberia. Because there's so many process. 
a registered non-profit in Liberia to renew it every year. It's like you gotta pay. You gotta you, 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 people quite say, "Oh, you know, you gotta get the people something from it." Your job is when somebody documents to be renewed, it comes to your office. You sign it. That's what makes it efficient. But somebody don't send a document to your office or birth certificate. It sits in your office for the week. Because nobody not bribe you. So then why is the citizen paying you? Why are you having salary? Well, you want bribe before you can sign a document. Folks, we got to get rid of this. We have to get rid of this. And to our national legislature, I think it's the time that you pass law that corruption be a crime in Liberia. Because personal corruption is not a crime. Personally, there is no law that labor corruption as a crime. Though people can be punished for corrupt practices, but there is no law in Liberia now that corruption is a crime. It's a time, my fellow Liberians, that you demand, you demand, even in the, the constitutional referendum is coming, you demand that corruption be labeled a crime in Liberia and be having a, a prison sentence. It's a time the citizens demand that corruption be a crime in the Liberia judicial system. Because currently there is there is not corruption is not a crime in Liberia. Though people can be prosecuted for it. But it's time that we label corruption a crime. Just the way we got rape as a crime, we got uh, all these other things as crime, labor in our law. It's a time now the legislatures they go to work and we be able to make corruption a crime. Where we'll be able to get a law and a code that if you if you found guilty in corruption, you 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 know maybe your maximum sentence, maybe your mass your maximum your maximum sentence be like twenty years in prison or ten years in prison. Yeah, maybe about ten years in prison or twenty five years in prison. It's a time we make corruption a crime in the republic. Any genocide in corruption. Let's get to the slides. In Johnson Salif, first term alone, more than 20 government ministers were accused of corruption by the country's independent corruption watchdog, the General Auditing Commission. But not one of them was prosecuted. You see why I named Eddie Johnson Salif number two corrupt president in our history? 20. They were all Chance for corruption. But you see, one of the reasons they wasn't prosecuted because corruption is not a crime in Liberia. So the president can decide to either take you to court or the president can the, the president can decide to the president can decide to fire you. Yeah. The president can decide not to prosecute you. So if corruption was a crime in the law of Liberia, if the GAC found these people guilty, the GSC duty would be not to go to Edison and sell him. No, the GSC duty would be to take these people to the court, and the court would be able to prosecute them. So it would be nothing that Edison and Salif or the current person will have power over. No, when the crime is committed, if the GSC noticed that there is a crime being committed, all they have to do is to, is, is, is to file the case to the court. They won't go to the president. So if corruption was a crime, 
as a law in Liberia, these 20 officials, they weren't going to go to Eligencelli. The GAC is going to take them, they are going to take them straight to the judicial system and they're going to go through a criminal trial. Imagine if corruption was a crime as a law in Liberia and these 20 people are going through the cases and they are being found guilty. If our sentence, if the minimum is 10 years and maximum is 30 years, imagine the 20 guys that were serving 30 years in prison each or 25 years each. You don't think I'm going to deter corruption? It was going to deter corruption. So now is the time for the citizen as we march into this generation in this time of enlightenment. I will keep encouraging my fellow Liberians. Demand as you go through constitutional referendum, demand that the lawmaker that will be able to make corruption a crime in Liberia be punishable by prison sentence. It's a time we make a, a corruption a crime. That will be punishable by S amount of time. In her second term, a corruption watchdog global witness found that 20 of our of our countries of the country's largest locking contract have been awarded illegally and that the process have been murdered by graft. Oh my god. Illegally. 20 locking company on Eddie Genesis leave. 20 of the country's largest locking contract. It was awarded illegally. So in another sense, you got about 20 locking company operating in Liberia that's not even paying tax to the Liberian people or not paying proper taxes. Because if they were awarded illegally, then it means the proper taxes that due the people of the Republic is not being given to us. So the result that why we find our people, they are suffering and their life is so horrible, the healthcare system, the, the education system, everything has been horrible. Because even down to our tax code, our taxes are not being paid properly to our government because of corrupt practices. If you go back to the Labadin community, they're not paying proper tax to, to the Labadin government because the government officials, they are in corrupt practices with the, the Labadin's business community. So as a result, the taxes that deal the Liberian people, that'll be used for development of their lives, that'll create jobs, it's not happening because of this pandemic. President, we are in corruption. Uh, we has we has been subject to criticism due to his involvement in the construction of a luxury housing estate and expensive renovation to to his private real estate portfolio. We all saw this at the beginning of the presidency. In one of my conversations on my library enlightenment page, I did a ten minute conversation that the presidency is not for novice. He didn't get a presentation to novice. Instead of going to change the country and change the lives of the people, the first order of business was about him. That was the first order of business. That was the first order of business. Corruption. Corruption, corruption, corruption. We are surrounded by people linked to past corruption and mismanagement. So, you know, Eddie how all the corrupt people, how will you get the same people around you? Even if you're not that smart person we are, 
Why you can't bring brains around you? Why you can't bring smart people around you? Why you can't bring smart people around you? Educated people. People that will help you lead your government. You know those first break, if you don't know the person we are, those first break. After those took over the the, 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 the after he took over the country, Labro still have relate, you know, Labro talk relationship with, with the Soviet Union, it was still there. But after everything, the US government they denounced Doe because the way he took power. And no educated guys that were around him, the same some of the American librarians he said they were corrupt. They told him, they say, yes, a good strategy. Make an announcement you're gonna establish a relationship with, with with the Soviet Union and China and Cuba. We're talking about Cold War. That's the advice they gave Doe. And and Doe went straight on air. As soon as Doe went on air, boop. The Hawk and Washington called Doe. Because there wasn't good relationship between Washington. So now Washington said, man. We will start a relationship with you. The hacker do went to Washington because he has smart people with him. They give him best advice. But now we are he is surrounded by people linked to past corruption and mismanagement. Mismanagement of our resources, mismanagement of everything, mismanagement of our country. All with ties to key figure of Liberia Civil War. And that's a reality. So why you expect you are president? You get people from past corruption around you, people linked to mismanaging the country funds. Yeah. So, what do you expect? And you get people who took part in the war, people who murder our people, people who murder our people, pay no price. You know, for Prince Johnson, he was elected. That's an elected position. But the idea that you go, you go, you go a point, Kafali, who killed people and cut their head and took him on heart, you made him superintendent, you made him part of your government. Come on, my fellow Liberians, this is not normal. This is not normal. It must stop, and we can stop it. We can fight corruption. As I said, we must start. Being honest citizens. Honest. Honest citizens. We must start being honest citizens. Honest citizens. Honest citizens. And we can. It's possible. Liberia can rise again. But it depends on us. It depends on us. Okay, in, in 2015, the global the global corruption uh, barometer survey report that 69% of people who came into contact with at least one or six key public services, public school, public health, the police, the court for official documents or for utility, having paid a bribe in the past year. How sad it is. That's what I'm saying. It's not just the government. The corruption is true out the land. It's a pandemic. In our public schools, teachers asking for money to get students grade. I've been in high school about 20 years ago, but I, I mustn't, you know, teachers, you know, oh, the guys have to gain $50 to get this grade. I said, damn, I can do that. I will study. 
And you want to feel me, feel me. But it's not rampant. Teachers, you have to teach the students to understand the license for them to be able to pass. That's what teaching is. If you can't teach, a student can take tests and they can't pass, it means you are a failure. You're not the, you're not, you, you, you are not to be teaching in schools when you can't teach for students to pass. So they make the tests, they create tests that they haven't talked about in school and the students fail and they demand cash. So imagine every student, if you could come together and say, we are not giving you a penny, we're going to go to the principals. You know, if the principal say no, you go to the next higher level. If they say no, now you get social media. Go on social media, spread the story, go to the press and spread the story. That's how we can for corruption. Don't partake in it. Do not partake in it. Do not partake in it. Money for grade, sex for grade. Do not partake in it. That's how we start fighting corruption in Liberia. That's how we come against this pandemic. From the grassroots. If a lawyer, a judge, won't bribe before he can put a case in your favor, get in the news. Let the news hear about it. Let people hear about it. Let's see whether the government and through the Supreme Court will still keep that judge on the bench who have been demanding money from you. Now we get phone. Record the whole damn thing and put it on Facebook. Or record it and give it to the news media. We have to stop being responsible citizens. We have to. We have to start being responsible citizens. Honest citizens. That's how we start to fight corruption. Judges, police, taking bribe. You know, they excuse it. In this report, one of the judges, one of the judges said the reason he take he takes corruption was the government don't give the salary on time. Sir. Mismanagement. Because the whole government top is rotting, is corrupt. So they just like eat, 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 and they don't care for the people. But we can fight this pandemic. We can fight this pandemic. We are resilient people, and I'm telling you, we can conquer this pandemic of corruption in Liberia, West Africa. The land of the free, the sweet land of liberty. This is how bad this pandemic is. According to the 2019 Global uh, Corruption, uh, among respondents who have contacted relevant public service during the previous year, and perhaps say they pay a bribe, at least once to get police assistance, compared to 60% in 2005. That's a comparison of George Weah and Ellen government in corruption. When you heard in the news recently, uh, George Weah government is less corrupt. Uh, then our household services for the 8 percent compared to 56 in 2015 so that's a good one uh, about 4 in 10 pay a bra at least wants to get medical care so this this is a fair shot on this one in medical assistant it reduced so uh, people trying to work out something good you know this one is from citizens uh, uh, to get public school services 
40, you know, 45 to 40. So we can reduce this number. We can reduce this number. Yep. We can reduce this number. And that's a good thing. You know. So if you know, so the less corruption in this institution now, this is almost like a you know, like public service corruption where citizens gotta be involved, where you know, trying to decline. That's 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 a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a good thing. Okay. Okay, police corruption. I talked about the police already. Uh, Labrin police officer face numerous challenges in performing their jobs. They frequently lack the basic but essential tools of policing, such as vehicle or the fuel for them, and even pen and paper for reports. Patrol officers say that their wages does not reflect the long hours they work and is insufficient for meeting their basic needs. This encourages the police to support themselves and family through extortion and bribe taking. In another sense, too, it makes sense. They had to pay the people. If you if you if you're listening from Moravia, if you've been to Moravia, go to the precinct. Come a sheet. Some I didn't even get document to write reports. I went to one of the depots about it. You know this 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 police guy sees a car I was using, and the depot. Oh my God! I went to the depot. Each and every office, you get you get a chair and a table there. No paper, no sheet. Yeah, even sheet. The depots they can't even afford to get sheets. Why? Because of corruption. Those are the top. They are not managing the country resources to empower the agency that save and protect. They do not empower them. I'm not saying they to, 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 to support their behavior. Their behavior is wrong. Their behavior is wrong. But the government has to do something about it. The government has to do something about it. People have to be well paid. Police officer, they have to be well paid. They have to be taking care of they got families. And they get families. And the corruption is so terrible that even now you find officer they they they, they extort people and the money they get, they got up to chain, he need to get on a cut from the from 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 from, from the extortion and bribe. This has to stop. If we want a better Liberia, if we want Liberia to rise again, these things have to stop. The judicial and corruption, I talked about this already, the Liberia Civil War and uh, criminal justice system. It's called poorly on the World Justice Project, uh, Rule of Law Index. Uh, according to the World Economic Forum, Liberia scored 3.3 for judicial independence. School of one being independence and seven entirely independent, placing another seven, uh, 137 countries. Corruption of judges and jury constitute a major obstacle to fair and transparent trials. Judicial sitting days are effectively few, and absence of judicial personnel often leads to trial delay. The same corruption. It destroy our judicial system. I told you about the judicial system. The same corruption. It destroy our judicial system. We have to do something about this pandemic. We have to do something about this 
pandemic. The public uh, uh, designation of Andrew Wapolo due to the involvement in significant corruption. You just heard in the news. The former director of passport visa, the Liberian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Andrew Weber, due to his involvement in significant corruption in his official capacity as the Ministry of Foreign Affairs from 98, from 2008 to 2009, just one year time. Mr. Wapolo was involved in passport fraud that undermined the rule of law, reduced the Liberian public faith in the government, management, identification, and travel documents, and passed the integrity and security of immigration process. That was the United States uh, Secretary of State. This guy been buying, he won't enter America again. His wife won't enter America, and his daughter won't enter America. In one year time, he went there and took our passport and sold them to foreign nationals. In one year time, all he all he planned was to go and and, and, and loot our passport and enrich himself. That's this has to stop. This has to stop. This has to stop. If we would say Liberia will rise again, this has to stop. My fellow Liberians, it has to stop. We have to be accountable people and start holding our government accountable. Our lawmakers holding them accountable. It's sad. Okay, my opinion. Why Liberia less corrupt on a, on a we are led government? Uh, there are so many applications you can say is why it's less corrupt. Uh, this government, in real, it, it, to be real, the government is having less aid to to, to Liberia. There is less, least, least amount of aid coming to this government. So there is not, more money is not coming into the government. Because number one, the international community does not trust the government. The government went into into aid of people, uh, uh, the EU and, and USA had to call the government because they went into the cover and took their money. That was a damage of trust in the government. So no aid is coming. So how will they stay? They won't stay because people are not bringing money. Contrast and concession agreement are not coming to the country like in Elijah and Salif. So they are having less. They are having less corruption because more money is not coming. If the money was coming, like we were coming on any administration, do this guy was going to this guy going to going to be maybe the corrupt president in our history. That's my that's my opinion. If you disagree with me, uh, you're welcome to come on that and come with your thoughts. Okay, I need to get going. I almost got on time because my my FM podcast is only one hour. I've been giving for it. So, okay, thirty six days to the end of the two term tenure of President Eddie Johnson Salif. Uh, this is the uh, the head for. The mission director for USA, Dr. Tony, said, Liberia government official from the three branches of government, from the three branches of government, the executive and the judiciary are corrupt and have abused public trust for failing to manage the state's resources and infrastructure as well as provide citizens the basic and needed service use. USA mission director, yeah. And that's true. The business service for our country, our three branches of government continue to fail the Liberian people because they cannot manage the government. They cannot manage the government. They cannot manage the government. And it's very, very sad. They cannot. And it is a sad thing. 
for our country. We can make a difference. We can make a difference. 